Clutch Up, a prop betting podcast. Welcome to Clutch Up, a prop betting podcast. I'm your host, Big Amo. Well, last night was awesome. We had some really good results. We went 12 out of our 14 suggested prop betting lines, which is amazing. We had a big two to one from Charlie as well. Everything's all looking exciting for today's potential chances. We unfortunately missed out, which is my fault, on the DK line. I thought that Jalen Ramsey would do well, but, well, DK just pulled it out of the bag. Fair play to him. Unfortunately, we lost listener multi-parlay. But we'll go again today. Speaking of today, it's the Titans versus the Ravens. Let's go. Right, today we've got Alfie, who's a, a Ravens fan, and he's going to talk us through the big game, which could be a high-scoring match, of the Ravens versus the Titans. Hi, Alfie, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm really well, mate. I hope you're safe. Yeah, just uh, tough times. Just locked in the house, as usual. But at least we've got football on tonight, so that's the important thing. Wildcard weekend. Well, we've got probably the two best rushing teams in the NFL. You've got the Ravens, which are first in the metrics for rushing, and you've got against the, well, Derrick Henry, I should say, just rather than the Titans, who are the second. And we've got, but the offence for the Titans also have our third in aerial. So there is other strings to their bow. How, how do you think your Ravens are going to cope then today? Uh, well, they're going to mainly be rushing the ball. They're going to focus on that run game. Uh, the Titans' D isn't the greatest against the run. And recent weeks, Lamar, Dobbins, Gus Bus, they've all, all been excelling in the rush. So, uh, Well, he hit the with yards last week, which I know it was against the Jaguars, but that's still a, a feat for the... Uh, for the... Yeah, uh, against the Bengals, yeah. Sorry, the Bengals. Yeah, the 404 yards, I think it was. Which sounds ridiculous when you think about it. Yeah, this... Uh, well, it's it's always good having a mobile quarterback, but obviously some people don't agree with it. Well, he seems to have a bit of a renaissance since um, he was out with COVID. He, was, he had a little bit of a, a slowish start. Um, do you think there's anything that sort of changed in that sort of dynamics? Well, I, I suppose you could say it's like an extra bye week for him. He seemed to focus on his passing game. I guess people's comments pre-season and post-last season all said that he, he can't pass the ball. So I think Greg Roman wanted to kind of focus on that. He's more of your power back and he, he likes to run through people and get the short look where Kamara is now. He is. He's possibly used maybe more of the red zone threat. I know he's in three opportunities each game at the moment over the last four weeks. So he's a potential opportunity to just do the shorter yards and get the touchdowns. So that might be why he's sort of fantasy relevant. But maybe not hitting his 43 and a half yards. They do like to change out. One week he'll be... 60, 70 yards, but Dobbin seems the most consistent and I think the over 63 is is reasonable. 
I'd agree with that completely. You said you, you were interested in a, a, a potential Tannehill angle. The Titans have put a lot of fear in the Ravens from last January where Derek Henry just, well, embarrassed everyone. It's the same again this year. The whole draft for the Ravens was really seemed like it was to try and stop Derek Henry. It brought in Patrick Queen in the first, Malik Harrison in the fourth. They're both middle linebackers. They're trying to put more in that in that concept in the middle to try and stop him. It, Henry doesn't really do many outside runs. I, I see the Ravens kind of pack in the middle. And Tannehill, he does it week in, week out. He runs a RPO, run pass option. They follow Henry and he's got clear space on the outside. He he does gain yards. He is quite a mobile quarterback for someone who you don't really think of. But his on Sky Betis, his rush yards are over 16.5. At five to six, and I, I think that's that's a brilliant bet. On William Hills, they've got a special on for a Tannehill touchdown at 16 to five, which I also think is a good bet. I, oh, I, I tend to agree with you that, especially uh, where you put it across. That's fantastic, my friend. I, I like the AJ Brown angle, even though he's going to have a difficult matchup. I think he's going to be up against uh, Humphreys this weekend, who is a quite phenomenal cornerback. Uh, but AJ Brown has this tendency, as he did last time, to knock people over a little bit and to try and get that extra yards. His line is 63 and a half. I think that's reasonable. But I, again, it's if they're going to go behind, as potentially they can do, depending on how effective Henry is, uh, AJ Brown might be a viable option for them to to target, Tannehill to target, especially as he's been getting almost 40% of the targets aerially over the last couple of weeks. Talking about Henry, Henry's uh, current rushing yards, I know he's, uh, he's had over 250 of the last two weeks, but he is it's at 118, which to me seems a little bit ridiculous. And it's, it's not really reflecting on your um, rush defence. There's a potential chance you'll have Clay's Campbell back and you'll have Fredericks back, who are the two strong rush defence um, Hogs, he will slow them down. I, I don't think. Do you have a sort of an opinion now? Do you think he's going to get 120? I, I, I suppose with Derek Henry, you can't really call him out on that kind of thing. He he does seem to get a lot of yards in week 11. I think he had that 133 against the Ravens. As you said, no Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell is. A giant of a man, very long arm reach, and he he could potentially stop that. It's one of those. The recency bias will sort of say, well, he's going to do that quite comfortably. But I think your defense is uh, been undervalued. There, there's a there's a chance that there's a chance he will. There's a chance that he'll probably get two hundred, but there's also a chance that he might only get. 30 or 40 but if in, in my sort of thinking of how the game will repress they will run 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 until they can then go aerial and they have got the options to do that they have got the weapons to do that Titans as well but it's a case of where they would go and who they would sort of uh, 
who they would attack. And I've, I've just, you, you had an idea of possibly with Corey Davis. Did he cause trouble last time? In week 11, they seem to put Marcus Peters on him, who's a fantastic player. Obviously, probably one of the best in the league in his position. But Corey Davis was just too much for him. I think he had over 100 receiving yards that game. Uh, mate, I think I don't think he had a touchdown, but they, they just seemed that they couldn't handle him. And then double coverage, AJ Brown, Corey Davis went by him. Or, but now Corey Davis and AJ Brown have both embarrassed the Ravens' defence this season. Maybe they will respect it a bit more. Yeah, I, I, I do see them targeting him quite a lot. He... Is another powerful person. AJ Brown, the same. He, yeah, they're, they're, they're difficult they're, to they cover in coverage, and they also get a lot of yards down, really. after the catch as well, which helps these sort of metrics as well. We've got Corey Davis at fifty-eight and a half yards. Uh, potentially, it, maybe his receptions might be a better angle to attack. It's only four and a half. There's a chance he might actually have over five catches, especially if they're chasing the game. Uh, one last one, and I know that this is for all our IDP fans out there. You've picked out a potential tackle or assists that you saw. You might that you liked potentially Deshaun Elliott. Deshaun Elliott in for Ravens fans is ideally known as the hardest tackler. He's he's quite an aggressive player. He he likes to taunt after he tackles you. He, he'll rub it in your face. They seem to, when they played the Titans in week 11, he seemed to put a good couple of hard tackles on Derek Henry and it seemed to work. And I I do think there is that potential of them going that route again. Obviously not just him simply, but... Well, his tackles I, I recently, is is um, uh, he's got I six, six, tackles. seven, 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 five, and then he sort of got injured. But the line at the moment is only four and a half. So it, we only need him to get five tackles. And someone who's possibly going to be padding the box, uh, covering that sort of side of it, or chasing after the likes of Brown and the likes of Davis, it seems quite low for someone who's obviously quite consistently involved in the game. So I think that's a fantastic handle movement. Well, I hope you enjoy the game. I hope it goes well. I think I think it's going to be a very entertaining game, that's for sure. With plenty of points, hopefully, on both sides. And uh, I, I wish you all the best, Alfie. Thank you for coming, for joining me today. No problem, my friend. Look after yourself and be safe. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the match. Remember, prop betting is for now, not just the Super Bowl. Stay safe. Be lucky. It's Big Amo signing off. Till next time. Bye.